Welcome to the Protoss Podcast. Today's date is Friday the 4th of June and you're listening to a weekly roundup of the most important stories from the past week as reported by us. This week, China's crypto traders turned to OTC desks following a crackdown on crypto mining. We disclose the collapse of the NFT market and, we learn, Binance smart chain DApps lost up to $167 million to flash loan attacks in May. But first... We're going to start today's podcast with Soldier Boy. The US rapper tweeted some promotion for Safer Mars, a shitcoin which is riffing on Safe Mars, which in fact is also riffing on a Ponzi game called Safe Moon. Still with us? Good. Unfortunately, his tweet also disclosed the kind of money he's making. To quote the latter half of his tweet after all the usual promotional text, quote, they raising 240k. If they raise it after your tweet, we'll get you 24k, end quote. It's becoming increasingly common for F-grade celebrities like Soldier Boy to be shilling shit coins, especially at the tail end of bull markets. But this looks to be the first time that Soldier Boy has done the right thing and disclosed a paid endorsement, albeit accidentally. As quick as the tweet went up, it was gone again and replaced a few minutes later with some relatively standard shills. Now it's just a tweet about an interesting project called Safer Mars that just so happens to be moonworthy, etc, etc, blah, blah, blah. This accidental mistype might be more serious than it first appeared, however. When mega-wealthy boxer Floyd Mayweather advertised crypto debit card Centra back in 2018, he neglected to disclose his payment. This led to the SEC taking notice and charging both him and DJ Khaled with unlawfully touting initial coin offerings. Authorities found that Mayweather had received $100,000 from Centra, while Khaled copped $50,000. Mayweather even received a further $200,000 to promote two other ICOs at the time. The pair eventually settled with the SEC in a deal forcing them to relinquish those payments. Mayweather paid $300,000 fine, while DJ Khaled was hit with a $100,000 penalty. They add to the growing list of celebrities caught shilling cryptocurrencies for payment, including movie star Steven Seagal, entertainer Kevin Hart and rapper T.I. All the big names there. Tuesday next, and China's crackdown on crypto has given way for more creative methods of trading cryptocurrency. Traders are now secretly flocking to over-the-counter OTC desks, despite recent government warnings. China outright banned domestic crypto exchanges in 2017 and has since warned that customers would have, quote, no protection from losses incurred from cryptocurrency trading and mining. Despite the announcement intending to deter crypto traders, it seems only to have spurred them on and local authorities won't have an easy time enforcing the crackdown either. OTC desks are hard to trace, so tying the recent surge in transactions to particular individuals will be tricky. So let's explain how to ditch the yuan for crypto. Crypto traders typically use OTC desks operated by crypto exchanges like Seychelles-based Huobi or Malta-headquartered OKX. Once both parties have agreed on a price, separate middleware payment platforms send the buyer's yuan to the crypto seller. 
Chinese crypto traders sadly know that it's almost impossible to connect the first step to the second. Following China's ban on crypto mining, Huobi said that it ceased selling mining rigs and related services to new users. They also promised to suspend futures contracts, exchange-traded products and leveraged investment products. Although, according to Bloomberg, it's still unclear whether Huobi plans to shut down its OTC platform. And while crypto traders in China haven't seen an outright ban just yet, sources told Bloomberg that all Authorities are looking into crypto-related money laundering and terror financing. Unconfirmed reports of local enforcement contacting crypto traders about their transactions have also surfaced. In one instance, authorities allegedly went as far as asking an investor to delete a trading app. Next up, we reported on tough times for the NFT market. NFTs hit their peak in early May, when $102 million worth were sold in a single day. And in the seven days surrounding the market's top, a staggering $170 million changed hands. But in the week leading up to our report, just $19.4 million in sales was processed, and in 90% collapse. According to data from nonfungible.com, NFT collectibles remain the most resilient with about $9.2 million worth sold in the past week. This makes up nearly half of the entire NFT market. But there's also bad news for the hash masks and crypto punks of this world, as it looks like collectibles are fading faster than other NFT fads. Crypto art NFTs are also struggling, with NFTs linked to the so-called metaverse, that's stuff like digital real estate, outselling them. In the week leading up to our report, $3.3 million in metaverse NFTs changed hands, while $3 million worth of crypto art was sold. And finally, we gave you the lowdown this week on how Binance Smart Chain DApps lost $167 million in flash loan attacks and other exploits in May. That's according to data that we collected from Rekt. The number of flash loan attacks on BSC protocols have gone through the roof since the turn of the year, but even so, May was a particularly bad month. Basically, flash loans involved taking out a crypto loan, using the funds elsewhere for profit, and then paying back the loan all in an incredibly short space of time. The attacker then pockets the difference, although they still have to pay back the original loan. In this latest spate of attacks, the title of most wrecked goes to yield farming aggregator Pancake Bunny, which lost over 90% from the price of its native bunny token. A flash loan exploit relieved it of $45 million in digital assets, according to Cointelegraph. Other notable victims in May, according to Rekt, include Spartan Finance, which lost over $30.5 million, Bearn, which was looted for $11 million worth of stablecoins, and BurgerSwap, which waved goodbye to $7.2 million. Oh, and let's not forget Belt Finance, which was relieved of just the $50 million. But BSC shouldn't feel too bad. After all, it's by no means the only blockchain under fire. In February, flash loaners targeted Ethereum's Yearn Finance, stealing $2.7 million and costing the company $11 million. And if pundits are to be believed, Ethereum's scalability solution Polygon could be the next target. And that's your lot. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode, but we realise there's only so much we can cover in just under 10 minutes. So if you want more of the stories that matter, then check out protoss.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast provider for more weekly roundups. We'll be back next week. See you then.